Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Five here on this Wednesday, February the 16th. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. 5500. We uh, should uh, forward the phones. We got uh, D-Dowd Muska here. He's rolled out a couple of articles, I believe, already for the week. We should probably have on those. And uh, we'll jump right into it uh, here for the next hour. We could go three, four, five, six hours if we needed, but we're just going to keep it right there. We appreciate all you guys uh, living through. Uh, Ben Shapiro, I think, for the last, uh, you know, a couple of days. Five hours of Shapiro. Uh, they, they, people can't take it anymore. <laughs> Your brain is spinning. But uh, there it is, uh, nonetheless. Uh, D-Dot Muska, how are you through all of this? Uh, I am uh, I'm well. Uh, we're a little down today because uh, my my nephew uh, back east, uh, looks like he's going to lose not my father, but his other grandfather. So uh, things are kind of looking rough for little one he's going to experience the first loss of a fairly close relative so uh it's kind of a somber time in the family the last few days oh okay well hang in there and uh, we'll my old see. man is fine folks he's not going anywhere we're going good. to be dealing with him forever <laughs> good, good, good good all right um let's see where we're at with uh, everything yes i'm down 54 pounds officially so there you go i'm literally swimming in my sweatshirt here um it is wednesday hump day um at six o'clock and we're getting done We've got a couple more things that we've got to sort of slog through. My son has another basketball game tomorrow, so we'll do what, do what we can um, to go ahead and get through that. So my, my son, he is, uh, you know, young, and I want to be there for everything he's doing, mostly coaching. Congratulations to the Lobos and my son's, uh, you know, teammate. Uh, uh, his dad is one of the coaches of the University of New Mexico, Lobo. They knocked off number 22, Wyoming. Uh, we needed the win, so that's important. And wow. uh, glad to see that. Yeah, so good stuff. And I'm excited uh, for that. Uh, so much is going on. You know, a lot of you guys have been trying to figure out whether or not we're going to talk about, you know, Putin and Russia and Ukraine. Uh, folks, this whole drama was set up by Joe Biden, period, top to bottom. Uh, he set it up. Uh, you don't even need to get into this. He needs a distraction from inflation, from COVID. Uh, it's an election year. And then he needs to make Putin to seem like he's the bad guy. And you know what Putin's doing? He's just having fun. He's just yo-yoing up and down the, uh, it doesn't matter if he puts 100,000, 130,000, you know, we can go back and talk about Crimea in 2014. You know, nothing is going to take place in all of this. You, you just are looking for a distraction to try and suggest. And, and now the biggest thing, the biggest news this week is the Durham investigation now proven fully uh, on uh, Donald Trump. Uh, I know that a lot of you are going to say, oh, well, this, you know, this proves Trump was right all along. Yes, it does. But it doesn't make him the viable candidate uh, for 2024. So don't get your hopes up on that because the attorney general is coming down. They they literally on the very uh, night that the Durham investigation all came out, Alex Jones was on. You guys heard it 3 p.m. Sunday. I was listening intently, by the way, uh, as Alex Jones uh, came on. He started to talk about all this and you're sitting there listening uh, to, you know, him talk about what was happening and, and some of you guys uh, some of you idiots are watching the super bowl and they're oh the, the the star spangled banner wasn't that bad and at least they didn't take a knee and it was like I, we told you we weren't going to watch this crap i mean they were just going to take the game away from the Bengals anyway i think i watched like the last two to three minutes and you know 
Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, and uh, kept catching everything. And uh, it's it's all a setup. There's six billion dollars in the hole. They need a distraction. The world needs a distraction. But you know, back to the action, as it were. Alex Jones was broadcasting on Sunday, and uh, yeah, I think you know he had this thing dead to rights on the Durham. And that night, that night, what did they report? It didn't take them three hours before they literally had a gun to the head of the accountants who prepared the last 11 years of Trump tax returns. And they said, oh, we're going to go ahead and uh, decertify and we're not going to stand by any of the financial statements that come from the Trump. Like, it's over. It is over. I don't care how much Trump has triumphed. They, like, right now, they've got him on every single thing. They're going to contain him because they realize that you are the most powerful person here in this country. That's you, the voter, you, the legitimate voter. They're, they're trying to install communism, folks. So as they're trying to install communism, what makes you think that they're going to go ahead and let Trump back out of the bag again? It's got to come from in a completely different direction now. So all this hopefulness and, and you see that, you know, Canada is not a constitutional democracy anymore. I, I mean, he's literally thumbscrewing uh, Trudeau. He's literally thumbscrewing the truckers and threatening those guys at this point. These guys are being threatened with going to jail. And you've got to take the bigger view of what's happening here. Look at the 30,000 foot. I mean, literally, let's go to the satellites out in outer space for you to put this thing together now and see where really everything is happening. Like, all, like everything is culminating right now. We're headed towards an economic crash of such unbelievable proportions that you can't even imagine it. You cannot even contemplate the next steps in all of this. And no, it's not probably happening this year, but it will stage down, okay? And then just like you guys all just experienced this power outage, what do you think you're going to see throughout the country? You don't think the green new energy guys are benefiting directly by Putin pulling back with his oil and the rest? Like, it is so expensive for energy. Why do you think I'm going to go full solar, full renewable energy, relocate these sticks so we can go ahead and go to a different place. 100% internet broadcast as much as we possibly can. 100% uptime. You know, I can't trust any of these things. You saw just how quickly they can take you out just like that. And you think PNM is playing on our side? So the Alex Jones stuff, and if you are not watching Real American News, get your ass to the television store or wherever the heck you need to buy one of these TCL devices that have Roku on them. Watch Roku, watch Real America's News, watch Channel 175. It should be on day and night. Day and night. Watch that stuff, okay? Because I'm getting, I'm getting angry that so many conservatives, so many jackasses out there are out thinking that we're, you know, we're the, we're the problem, we're the enemy. I don't think that we should be giving life to a lot of this crap that's coming from the other side. The Democrats control so much, okay? And we... Republicans have been helping them all along. We have been helping them. You great enablers, because you've been so fearful of everything that they're going to do. You're like, well, I'm going to take a step back. Or I'm, I'm going to go ahead and mask up. The world is open, folks. I don't know what else to tell you. The whole world is open. Don't wear your mask. Go gas up. Go spend as much money as you need to spend, because your money is pretty much worthless anyway. Your money is only as good as what it can buy. And pretty soon, we're going to go full Zimbabwe in two to three years. Let me tell you how bad it's getting. Let me tell you how, let, let, let me, let me, let me reinforce the position. 
not only lacking energy, folks, the cartels are so starved and they're so scared and they're looking for profits. They're transporting avocados and then they're forcing cannibalism in order to scare the living crap out of people. Like cannibalism, cannibalism is now a thing. It is a literal thing right now. This is real. Hey, I know some of you aren't uh, wishing or hoping for Armageddon. Armageddon's here. Here it is right now. Energy, oil, population reduction. This is all going to be taking place for the next three, four, five, six years. Okay. The IRS can't even collect money anymore because they're so bad out of hell crazy that they can't get enough people to go ahead and do the collecting for the government. What do you think they're going to do with everything? They're going to start coercing people in different ways because it's not going to be enough because your money is worthless and they know they don't want an uprising. You're putting down constitutional democratic uprisings in countries like Canada and soon to be America. I want to be here as much as I possibly can. We'd love to broadcast all the time. I'd love to be on 24-7, be talking to you, sharing with you. I mean, Dow's got enough information. I got enough information. Let's just rattle off, you know, some of the stuff that we would have talked to about Monday, but it couldn't get get things up and running. Okay, so let, let's take you through this, okay? Let's go on a global level, okay? And let, let's kick off things with, this was at back at the beginning of the month. Russia to face the U.S. in a rare U.N. Security Council debate. All the world's a stage, right? Right? U.S. calling a meeting to discuss the standoff over Ukraine. Who was Joe Biden involved with the entire time? Who was Medvedev? Remember when Barack Obama told him I had more room after the election? That was back in 2012. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? All of that stuff? Well, it's still there. There's our little buddies hanging out in the Ukraine. Seeking to apply international pressure on Russia to negotiate its concerns about European security. The U.S. created this, folks. United States of America created this. Let me, hold on one second. I got to do something really fast out. Uh, feel free to jump in with some comments there if you, if you got them. Sorry. Uh, well, you? it's certainly good to see that we're not uh, in a nuclear war in Ukraine so far, uh, Mr. Aragon. I'm, I'm oh, yeah. We're going straight to nuclear war. We have more. <laughs> they could be producing bombs for like the next. 50 years, they'd still be half of what we have. And we're not about to hit the... I can tell you the last person that's going to hit the nuclear button is going to be Joe Biden. <laughs> One, he can't find it. Two, he has no idea what it is. And three, we're not about to jeopardize ourselves in the weakest possible position. We've got guns to our head directly from China and Russia. Those two countries own us. One on energy and the, uh, the other on economic output. China is about to be the world's dominant power, folks. That's where we're at right now, okay? Remember, China doesn't give a crap about the UN, and neither does Russia. You think you're going to be able to leverage and negotiate? You think anyone's going to be hitting each other with birds in the air, you know, with nuclear weapons? Last thing these guys are going to be doing is going to be firing off, eliminating hordes of people. They, they're, remember, they're more in backdoor stuff. Yeah, we'll get them with the jab. We'll get them with, uh, you know, this. We'll, we'll get them with covid We'll get them with, uh, we'll starve them to death. You know, like this is the type of thing that they, they, they'll never face their guys. They'll never be the ones to actually push the button and do that explicitly. Can't recall another occasion when a security council member proposed to discuss its own baseless allegations and assumptions as a threat to international order from someone else, wrote Dmitry Polyansky, Russia's first deputy permanent representative of the UN. 
Russia showed up over there at the beginning of the month. They're like, what the hell are we doing here? So we want to go ahead and throw 100,000 troops near the border. They picked it up on their radar, and suddenly we're going to World War Three. Like, that's the U.S. Oh, we're looking for something. We're looking for something. We we need a, we have to have a problem. Politically, we're suffering at home. Why don't we go ahead and uh, fight with Putin? What kind of idiots do you think Russia is? I think Russia right now is like, just l- let the Americans destroy themselves. They'll be okay. Russia, China, and other countries oppose U.S. priorities in the U.N. Why? Because they're not on our side, folks. That's like the Axis powers going back to World War II. Okay? Like, they're setting this stuff up. But you know what? They own our bonds. You think they're going to start, uh, you know, if they own a certain percentage of our bonds? You think they're going to go ahead and get rid of the commoditization of what they have in America? Is how much? Like, how many times did you order from Amazon? Or how many Chinese products have you? And all the, these a-holes out there who are talking about the fact that they're going to go ahead and not buy Chinese stuff again. Try to get through a week where you're not using something from China. How about your damn phone? Oh, yeah, we're going to boycott China. And meanwhile, they're saying it as they're getting video through their iPhone or their Apple Mac product. Where the hell do you think that's from? You guys ever hear about Foxconn? You remember that? Like, this is all the stuff that Alex Jones was talking to you about. Oh, that crazy guy. That weird and crazy guy, Alex Jones. He's totally off his rock. Alex Jones has been 100% right on just about every single damn thing that there is. You want to know why? Because there's no filter. And then you got guys like this uh, Bob Menendez, right, out of New Jersey. The senator. I believe, listen to how idiotic your leadership is. This is, I couldn't even believe this. I believe giving the president total arsenal of tools. We're talking about Joe Biden. (laughs) We're talking about Joe Biden here. Giving the president anything, like a little girl, ice cream, anything that might smell kind of pretty. Like you wouldn't want these things next to him. I believe giving the president the total arsenal of tools, sanctions, the expedited delivery of lethal weapons and dealing with misinformation that Russia is generating, the cyber attacks, all that is envisioned. Like the Democrats are leading you to war. They're literally leading you to war because they don't understand international relations. And they don't realize that they are in a position of complete and total weakness. We are getting our asses handed to us and they're beating their chest talking about, you have a choice, diplomacy or conflict. Do you think right now as we're eliminating people on our front lines for COVID? We're getting them for a while. We want our transgenders uh, to go ahead and serve on the front lines. What the hell do you think Putin and China's talking about? They're like, my God, the United States is completely stupid. Just let them destroy themselves. The U.S. is awaiting formal response from Moscow to its proposals on European security. It doesn't need to answer anything from the United States. We look ridiculous. On a world stage, the United States is the laughing stock of the world. Congratulations, Democrats. You really did it this time. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell myself. When I go back and I look at some of the old tapes and look at just, I just recently read a couple of books on Ronald Reagan. I think about the world under Goldwater, you know, and, and this just kind of resurgence that we had with even JFK and some of our leaders like Nixon. I mean, the stuff that Nixon did, just like Alex Jones said, isn't one-tenth as bad as the crap that Clinton and Obama pulled with this Durham investigation coming out. You need to read up about it. We're going to catch you up on that uh, certainly more tomorrow. But this Durham, top to bottom, these guys are exposed with their pants down, and CNN's paying attention to, well, Putin is uh, 
really starting to bring in the, the arsenal, 130,000. Why is he suddenly backing off? Because he was never attacking you idiots. He didn't need to. I'm just, can you imagine Putin just getting up on a bareback on his uh, horse without the shirt? <laughs> He's driving. It's like, troops, get close. Watch the Americans react. Watch. They'll just go ahead and flip out and they'll create propaganda all over the news. The population will believe anything we tell them. They tell them. Who cares what tells them? They got it on their phones. Here it is. This is the crazy part. The crazy part is the economic sanctions in banking. The United States somehow thinks, now that it's over $30 trillion, that it has some sort of economic leverage over Russia. Think about that for a second. The world's richest man in control of the, uh, the, the most natural resources, not Bill Gates, is Vladimir Putin. He's literally sitting. And right now, what's oil at, Dowd? Is it over 100 yet? Is it over, it's got to be over. It's got to be approaching 100. We're going to get over 100. Please make me president of the United States. I, I will fix this mess in no time. Uh, well, 9126. Not quite 100 yet. Over 100. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, the Real Granny Foundation and these quasi-Republicans are fighting here uh, with the Democrats. I got an order for advertising, Dowd. You'd have loved it. And uh, and Paul Guessing pulled it. Oh, it's the most hilarious thing. Like, the, the level of absurdity that's happening right now here in the state of New Mexico and then around the world is just insane. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm sorry I wasn't on the air to kind of communicate and talk about all this. Oh, meanwhile, the one of the heads of the party, uh, Robert Aragon, resigned. I, I told you. Did I not tell you last week? Wow. I resigned. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you more about that. Maybe we'll get to that tomorrow. Oh, is it? Let me let me guess. Is it over the massive Republican support for the huge budget, yeah. or is it? Or was it resigning over the uh, uh, unanimous Republican support for more giveaways to the teacher union? Oh, or was it over the unanimous, almost unanimous Republican support for spiking pensions for no. legislators? That right. bill just passed both chambers. Yeah. So he, so he was uh, he was attempting to come after me by going to Taylor Locker by trying to paint me as some sort of racist. I mean, that, that's, that's what he was trying to do. And there's, oh, wait, this is, looks bad. And then they have white boy Bob Graham up there talking about all the crap that he's doing up in Santa Fe and standing behind him. And he literally resigns the next day. I said, why don't you have him resign for representing murderer Darian Bashir? Well, that's a why good justification. Resign for the fact that his wife is running for lieutenant governor. How about that? Like, it is a total S show. Like, you cannot believe here in this state. Let's get back to the action, though. The action is Russia, Ukraine, all this, all the world's a stage. So the UN Security Council used the meeting trying to just fix a diplomatic uh, solution. You know, hey, you know, these guys are saying that they, they say, this is, this, this is, this is uh, the UN. They're like refs. Like, um, they're saying that you guys have like all these troops and they're like uh, by the border and there's a lot of them and they're kind of scary and like you did this before. And um, well, anyway, the U.S. is very upset about it and they, they would really like something to be done. So they want to know that Putin isn't going to invade. And then uh, America's like, yeah, we want to make sure you're not going to go ahead and decide to attack our friends again, Jack. And while you're not attacking our friends, we're going to make sure we have to throw economic sanctions. How you like that, huh? How you like that? We're going to throw economic sanctions. And meanwhile, if you try to come at us, we're going to fight you. We're going to fight you with our fists and our missiles. And, our and Putin's like, uh, the Americans are crazy. I don't know why they think we're going to attack. We have our troops right there. 
And uh, Ukraine's kind of a problem. And uh, meanwhile, the people in Kiev, they're not very upset at us at all. They're just, they're going to clubs, having a great time. Everything's good. We good. We just put our troops over there and things are good. That, that's about what it is. Like, oh, what's up? You're going to mess with us, Jack? You, we, we, we got problems. Joe Biden's coming down. He's going to drop the hammer. Like, what? What are you talking about? There's no fight. There's no exchange. There's nothing happening. It's literally nothing happening. 4713, everyone's reporting. CNN, MSNBC, ABC. They need something to report. They've got nothing left. Like, we always... <laughs> Look at the crazy Americans. Anytime they need help, they always go to the well, the well of Russia. Collusion, Ukraine, just blame the Russians. Anyway, the Americans don't understand what Russians are anyway at this point. So let's talk about sanctions. You have crazy ass Jen Psaki, okay? <laughs> Total nut job. Top to bottom, nut job, okay? The, the, the uh, Ukrainian president is just grinding out as much generosity as he can get out of Canada, I don't know, UK, US, food, you know, aid, money, all this kind of stuff. I'm just putting things in the simplest terms because you don't care about international relations and there isn't anything really going on. In, oh, we're going to evacuate the embassy. We're going to, they're about to attack. We're telling all Americans to pick up and leave. It's imminent. We are go- it, the attack on the Ukraines is imminent. Like what? We're going to react swiftly. What? Who's reacting to what? Where's the? <laughs> what is happening? Wait, how did we get involved in this in the midst of fighting COVID? Wait, wait. Is it sort of like the same thing that happened with Black Lives Matter? Suddenly, everyone's at home in their homes, and that's racist because you all got COVID, and suddenly Black Lives Matter. Folks, at some point, and I'm talking not to you conservatives. And the Republicans that understand all this. At some point, you idiot Democrats are going to stop having to be tools. You are total tools, top to bottom. You're being used like you cannot believe. You're just being traded for votes to create the push with the political correctness. Oh, 70,000 people sitting in a stadium at $10,000 a ticket and not one of them was wearing a damn mask. Not one of them. Celebrities, powerful people. It's like, wait, mask up our kids. We need to go ahead and mask up the world. Mask up. Because you've all been pawned. You've all been traded. This is all just politics, okay? And you take little guys like Ben Ray Lujan or Bob Medendez or all these things, and they say, well, if they're going to hurt us, if you don't put on your mask, if you don't go ahead and stop threatening our country, the United States, if you don't stop threatening the Ukraine, if you don't decide at this point that you're not going to agree to the edicts that this governor is like, like you're going to get the mother of all sanctions. You're going to get the mother of all penalties, and we hope you die. Like, no matter what it is, Democrats are all bark and no bite. We've now found out they're a bunch of cheap suits, completely and totally hollowed out, from Joe Biden right on down to the very bottom with every Democrat governor of every Democrat state, including our own. Now, they'll go beat their chest. They've got plenty of hubris. They'll make examples of anybody they possibly can. 
But folks, the world is teetering on the brink of destruction. And you're sitting there just worried about whether or not you're going to get through COVID. Whether you're going to get through, I don't know if I'm going to get it. Meanwhile, you're finding out that what <laughs> COVID is literally nothing. So how do you think you're going to try and let's, let's just assume you're Russians for a second. If you don't agree with the shutdowns and the masking and the vaccine, you're essentially like Putin. Putin's like, what the hell did I do? And you're like at home, not wearing a mask or whatever. You're like, well, what the hell did I do? Why, why, why is my kid getting punished? Why, what is this going on? Why, why does this keep happening? Why do I keep going? Because you're not fighting. This is what bullying looks like. Right? The mob, right? The mob, the media mob, the political mobs, like all these things. You get enough people to repeat what you're saying. Even if it isn't true, it is true. And anytime you expose it and it's becoming too truthful, just like Donald Trump was doing all along, what happened? It gets censored and shut down. Okay? Same thing was happening here. This is all about propaganda that's happening absolutely everywhere. Okay? There's nothing that the United States can... What happens with a bully when he's really weak? When he knows that he's been beaten? That's when a bully fights its hardest, okay? And that's the time where you teed up. Remember, he used to play Mike Tyson's punch-out. I'm really going off on some tangents here. Remember Mike Tyson's punch-out? When was oh, it yeah. you hit Mike Tyson? Right when he flashed, when he's going to drop you as an uppercut. But you hit Mike Tyson, right? Little Joe. Little Joe would punch Mike Tyson, and he'd be out. And if you hit him at the right time, Mike Tyson was out. That was it. And you're like, oh, I beat the game. What happens with the – I'm not calling Mike Tyson a bully, but I'm just saying – you hit those guys right at the time that they're at their weakest. And that's what's going to happen right now with China and Russia. And they are going to put us into that long, dark winter. And the American people and this country is going to fold in on itself. Bravado, machismo, all the crap where people are beating their chest saying, I'm the best, I'm the best. Not going to count for anything anymore. And we see too much of that coming from the Democrats. You know what? You know what wins now? You know what I mean? Wins now? Thought, tact, insight, level of control in your emotions. Hey, if you were looking at the United States of America, do we, do we have any sort of emotional control? Wait, 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 let me drill down a little further. Do you know the level of mental illness here in this city, in this state? Are, are you aware? Are you painfully aware as I am just how incredibly mentally ill collectively the city and the state is? When you compare it to places like Phoenix, Arizona, Salt Lake City, Utah, Denver, Colorado, uh, Dallas, Texas, you know, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Do, do you understand like how differently we look at the world? They don't look at the world the way New Mexico does. And we have a serious collective mental illness that has taken place. Okay. What do you call those when you have a, a population level of control? I don't even know. So they, couple months ago, someone was coming up for a word for it, just to kind of go ahead and talk about it. And that's what's happened to this state. That's what's happened to the country. Taken over. People are doing crazy things. Governor of California, the governor of Oregon, the governor of New Mexico, the governor of Illinois, the governor of, well, New York has actually come around. <laughs> wow, imagine that. The governor, and they look at Ron DeSantis like, boy, he must be really crazy. And then meanwhile, you see what the hell, what the hell's happening in in Florida, like, whoa, those guys are really very fortunate to have them. They're blessed. 
You know what's happening right now in Florida? It's incredible. Right now in Florida, they've had so many people who've moved there that they've had to start turning people away. And they're pulling over out-of-state license plate. I've got this from three different sources now. They're pulling out-of-state license plate. And if you don't register your car and have a residence in a place for you to go ahead and live in Florida, okay, within 10 days, you're out. That means you can't buy, you cannot live, you will not move to Florida. And they're not taking on the riffraff anymore. Yeah. The spread between the haves and the have-nots, the spread between the good and the bad, the spread between all these people is happening more and more and more and more. And what are you, as a person, how are you seeing all this stuff? Are you seeing it like me in the way that I am? And you're like, well, I'm just going to let back and sit back and watch. I am. I sit back and I watch this stuff every day. I read the Dallas paper. I read the Denver Post. Pick up all this stuff on Kindle, okay? I'm just, just perusing, okay? Now, remember Dallas in the morning news, the guy that owns the paper and runs the paper is a guy by the name of Grant Ruiz. He went to the woke Albuquerque Academy, okay? Peddling all their climate BS, their climate crap, all that woke Democrat left, and they're trying to push it as much as they can. They start with they start with racial Black Lives Matter stuff and COVID, and uh, you know all the, this kind of crap. They 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 push that crap all the time. Okay, look at the Denver Post. They're like, whoa, Denver is more conservative than Texas than Dallas in a lot of ways. And if you look and you start picking up some of these other papers, like the Epoch Times or the Wall Street Journal, they're doing their best to sort of even it out, like writing an article here about. Uh, Neil Young, 50 years on, and then at the very same time, they're like, hey, what's really happening here? We, we've got some problems with Joe Biden. Uh, we're going to have to reevaluate every look. It doesn't look like Putin's going to pull the trigger. And you start reading these, these stories, you start saying to yourself, well, you know, we're out of our mind. We elected a guy, supposedly, with 80 million votes who doesn't know what the F he's doing. And we're suddenly okay with that. And we're like, well, at least he's not Trump. I, I wish he was one-tenth the man that, that Trump was at this point. Because at least we had harmony. We had no international wars. I mean, all they're doing is wreaking havoc around the world. And we've shown ourselves to be godless heathens who are so incredibly dependent upon the government to the tune of $12 trillion that Joe Biden's like, well, can, uh, uh, can we print more money? Like, Joe, sorry, bro. It's all over. Inflation's at 7 8%. If we print another dollar, we're going to go to double-digit inflation, and you're effed. Yeah, and not the kind type of F that your son has been doing, Hunter, out in China. Mm-mm. Ain't going to be pretty. So I hope you kind of are picking up on some of this uh, sobering uh, conversations because these sanctions and all this trading and, you know, these, these, these oil companies are loving this stuff, by the way. They're, they're staked. They're like, we were at negative $36 when COVID started. That's right. We couldn't dump a, a barrel of oil for three years. We paid people to haul it away. <laughs> And now, what do we have? They're like, uh, uh, what, mm, what, oh, drill. <laughs> like Exxon, you got BP, you know, oh, yeah, we're creating the problems of Russia. We're okay with that. Meanwhile, people are like virtue signaling again with the Tesla or the Prius. Like, what is wrong with you? You know, Teslas are selling for more than people are driving them off the lot. How stupid do you have to be? 
If you buy a Tesla at $100,000, by the time you drive it off the lot, it's $110,000. Wow. Why? Why is that? Because they're not going to be making anymore because there's no more chips and there's not enough fuel, fuel, coal for the batteries. <laughs> and once it's done, it's Dunsky. People are paying more to virtue signal. When those summer will. blackouts begin, Eddie, a lot of those Tesla drivers are going to be ah, in real trouble. Adele, don't take my points, baby. <laughs> huh? The future is nigh. Where do you think you're going? Like, this whole thing has been calculated to the very end. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, folks. It's an absolutely beautiful thing. And the Senate's going to get together and... We're going to understand uh, how we're going to target the uh, Russian economy. <laughs> Vladimir Putin's like, I own more oil than the entire world. We don't like Tesla. Who is this guy? What's his name from Tesla? Elon Musk. <laughs> $200 billion. <laughs> I'm a trillionaire. In a apocalyptic world, if you watch the road, what are they looking for? Everywhere they go, they're looking for fuel. They're looking for energy. They're looking for coal. They're looking for spam. When they can't find that, they eat each other. Folks, we've got cannibalism that's happening right here, and you guys are just all eating each other up right now. Because you decided to go ahead, well, I play for this team, and I play for this team. You think this gubernatorial election is going to matter at all? Honestly, that's just given like the overall malaise of the, this, this state. We're going to come out of this. We're going to come out uh, regardless. One way or the other, if we can go ahead and harvest the natural resources that we have here. Your government's totally and completely ineffective. Not only that, let's think about some of the energy things that are aside from that. Why is everything costing so damn much? Why is everything so expensive? Oh, I'm looking at the borders right now. Look at these borders just rushing in. You truckers, get it done. From Oregon to Washington, D.C., folks. When they lock that thing down, it will be it will be a pressure point like you have not seen. Because the constitutional democracy that doesn't exist in Canada does exist here in the United States of America, and they'll make sure they do. They do. Trust me. Aluminum. You know, they stopped producing aluminum. Does anybody know what's, uh, what aluminum? Uh, yeah, your computer. Yeah, your car. Oh, uh, yeah, microchips. Uh, what isn't aluminum in? You want to know where aluminum's not going to be made? The United States of America, because we pick it up from every single country. Slovakia, China, Spain. They shut down their plants for the next couple of years. Why? Because gas is expensive. A hundred dollars a barrel. Folks, you can't swing like that from one end to the other without just things just going totally bonzo. Alcoa, 228,000 tons a year. We're not going to satisfy 50% of our capacity to consume next year. What do you think that's going to do in this race? Oh, yeah, did I tell you? The Teslas, how much aluminum is in those? You ever think about that? And meanwhile, we have this tired old man that they elected king 
Joe Biden being carried and carted away by his wife from the podium, right? Couldn't defeat COVID, but suddenly is going to cure cancer down. <laughs> this guy has got supposed, supposedly three vaccinations. <sighs> Latest poll for Joe Biden. No shock to us conservatives, but certainly a shock to him, right? 41% of Americans think Biden is doing a good job. President holds an 83% approval rating among members of his own party. Four-fifths? A lot of room for improvement there. But here's the, here's the big deal. The leverage to print money, the leverage to go ahead and get a win. You know, his infrastructure bill. Not a single person out there is saying, oh, well, thank God Joe Biden did that. The stunning number of failure to communicate the legitimate successes of the Biden administration because there aren't any that's from CNN's John King. Meanwhile, the rats are scattering on the big uh, mega ship of less than a million viewers a day over at CNN. No one pays attention, not even the people in the airport. Rising inflation, now his approval rating is at 37%. Meanwhile, the stock market's at what, 35,000? Funny money. Three quarters of Democrats said that stopping the virus needs to be a priority. 54% of independents are ready to live with the virus. And what do you have? You have 60% of the country describing itself as angry, 58% saying they're worried, and 49% saying they're confused. That's from last month. How do you get out of that while well, things are ostensibly so good? I mean, you're staying home. You've remodeled your house. You've remodeled the backyard. You've remodeled your kitchen. You've got everything paid for. you got money in the bank, and you're freaking out. You've never had this much money in your entire life. And yet you have no confidence in this country culturally. You have no confidence in this country economically. You have no confidence, uh, confidence in this country politically. You don't, So much so that you don't even trust a vote. Where do you go? If everything's going so well for you personally, where, where do you, where's the jumping off point for you at that point? What do you even get get off and saying, okay, well, you know what? Well, if Joe Biden does this, I think we'll get through and we're going to be, there is nothing. <laughs> there is nothing. And, and the Republicans are like, well, if we only elect Trump, we're going to go ahead and uh, be able to come back. Like, no, no, there is nothing. You're not going to elect Trump and Trump's not going to come in and clean up this mess. Okay. He was part of this mess. He developed the vaxes. They printed $6 trillion. Like we have screwed ourselves. It's over. China and Russia are just waiting to come and clean up the detritus of the United States of America within the next six to 10 years. And you're going to, uh, where's the keys? Oh, here you go. Putin, make sure you hit the accelerator. You're the only one with gas. Do you see this? Can you not see it? I, I think I should take off more. I think I should spend more time away from the radio station. So you get a little bit perspective. I'll tell you what you start doing. Start reading everything, everything that you can get your hands on. First, I'd start with going to www.rockoftalk.chat. You cheap asses who are quitting for 20 cents a day. Meanwhile, the station transmitters got wiped out. That gets replaced. The board gets wiped out. That gets replaced. Our FM gets wiped out. That gets replaced. More and more people are listening online. We're getting picked up on a television thing again. Hopefully that'll go through this time. Our FM translator last year gets wiped out by some crazy ass people who go to the top of the mountain 
and go and wipe it out on the Sunday after Thanksgiving at 4.30 in the morning. We've got photos. No, don't play those photos because I won't shut up about the whole entire election fraud. That's why. That was the motivation. We can't stand to hear it anymore. We just don't want Trump as president. Well, okay, that's fine. You know what? Trump has so much money, he should just go do what he wants as long as he can keep on it. I've had bad visions of Trump. After those, that accounting firm, when have you ever heard of an accounting firm certify a tax return and then turn around? We cannot stand by the financial statements of the Trump organization for the last 11 years. Like, was the, did the IRS all show up at one time and literally like hold a gun to their head and say, if you decide to stand behind Donald Trump. Here's some very bad things will happen to you. Are they KGB, IRS? What's going on? Oh, meanwhile, like totally worthless uh, waste of money spent on Los Alamos and Santa Fe. The silver hair ponytail crowd and you numb nuts up there in your platoonia, uh, plutonium world in Los Alamos, you're just as stupid as the next people. In fact, the people in Española are smarter than the people up on top of the hill in Los Alamos. I'm sorry. At least they're pulling themselves up by their own bootstraps and they understand the misery of life. And meanwhile, the rest of you guys are all doing hot swapping with your, your, your girlfriends, your cousins, your whatever you got going on and writing about it in the Santa Fe Reporter. That's what we hear day in, day out. That's what we got from the Santa Fe Reporter. Here's uh, the lifestyle. Gross. Cannibalism, folks. That, that's where we are. I don't even know what to say. I'm excited for tomorrow's show. I am because we, we get to do it, but it's going to be a recorded one because I'm going to go coach my son's ball game. And you're going to be listening to a pre-recorded show and Dowd and I will get through that and then Friday will be a live show. Okay. That, that's what's going to happen. Okay. And you're going to have to be okay. Go listen to the re-recordings. If, if you don't have access to the re-recordings, go buy a subscription. We mean that much to you and like what, what we have to say in the inside. Get yourself a Kindle. Get off the damn internet. Buy yourself a damn Kindle for 100 bucks. okay? Download newspapers. Start logically going through them. Turn on some classical music. Shut your brain down. Do something besides get on the internet and or get on social media and argue with people who literally, and you conservatives out there who are all just competing like, whoa, I'm the next conservative. There is no conservative savior, period. Never will be. Stop it. Stop. Like Susan Powder said, Dowd, stop the insanity. <laughs> it's too much insanity. The crew cut. The crew cut. The yes, crew, yes that, that's it. All right. Uh, give us our top. What are people reading? I mean, I, I saw that there was some people complaining, shouting at, uh, is, they don't like right or wrong answers. I think conservatives are going mentally ill now, too. I mean, what, uh, what, what's no, my sister and I were having a debate about Star Trek on our on our website. Okay, uh, good one. It's there very rare to have uh, the Scotland voice weigh in, and uh, she said there's no question between Next Generation and and uh, original Trek. But um, yeah, Eddie, uh, we'll we'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll talk about some of the new stuff up on the site. Good, uh, what good. people were reading today uh, on our, our RocketTalk.chat number one was human bones keep popping up all around Albuquerque randomly uh, like yeah people are getting stabbed 11 just, people just, stabbed phones are popping just, up uh cartels are running and they're threatening people with cannibalism yeah just happening yeah yeah but I'm sure the office of uh, equity and uh was it uh, inclusion. Uh, yeah inclusion is, is, is on top of that uh so that was our number one number two sad story we lost PGA Rourke uh yesterday I believe it was uh one of the greatest humorists of our modern era uh some people like to say he's a conservative I would say he's a libertarian 
contrarian, but whatever you consider him, uh, we lost a great one. Uh, number three, Eddie, we will be talking about this soon. The uh, New Mexico State Black faculty, uh, they have weighed in on um, not teaching students, but uh, making a safe space for students. Uh, they want uh, to include, they want, you, you, you have to be healthy before you can learn and you can't be afraid of anything. So everything has to be perfect. Their students' health has to be perfect. They have to have free housing. Uh, so, so you cannot learn. You're not in a position to learn unless everything is perfect in your life. So that was some interesting uh, perspective. Uh, number four, the UK- Why is black faculty? What, how does that even factor in? We will, uh, we will, we will discuss this at, at some length uh, soon. Uh, the UK, there's a school in the UK that is banning meat products because they meat leads to climate change. Uh, look for New Mexico to embrace that uh, oh, very, methane. very yeah, quickly. You know, uh, the cow fart. Here we go. <laughs> and uh, finally, up in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, they are launching an automated speed enforcement. I guess that's going to be our new thing pretty much everywhere in New Mexico. So as the, as the whole structure burns and collapses all around us eddie um it's, it's a scary time it's a scary time time for some gershwin have a good night dad i'm not gonna hold you over your time and no need to bnm you suck thank you for screwing things up for half the city and we'll uh be joining you not live with our recorded show tomorrow at 4 p.m and uh congratulations to the lobos for getting that win good uh good good on them and we need some more positive around here thanks everybody for joining us a little George Gershwin wraps me in blue till seven o'clock.
Bravo! Great music there by George Gershwin in honor of the President of the United States. That would be Abraham Lincoln. Uh, if you've listened to the show enough times, you know that I play it uh, just about every year for Abraham Lincoln's uh, birthday. And it was actually created in honor of Abraham Lincoln. That's one of the greatest uh, ensemble uh, jazz and classical music pieces, I think, uh, in all of classical music literature. And uh, it was performed on February 12, 1924, and it was sort of like these with all the big band stuff is uh, in there in honor of Lincoln's birthday to be giving at Alolian Hall in New York City. It performed on this day nearly 100 years ago to this very day, also called a jazz opera. So it's been 98 years uh, on this day, roughly February 12, 1924. So we'll go out to one more, just to get you guys into a good mood and hear some music that uh, I've been listening to. And uh, hope that uh, all of you have a good evening listening to Ben Shapiro and, uh, you know, of course, uh, Dana, uh, Crystal Coast, tonight, and, and, and I will be giving away very soon where I'm moving to, which will be exciting for some of you who seem to be so interested in all that. And this, of course, is the uh, 1812 Overture by Tchaikovsky. And uh, the irony that was installed in this, I just picked it up. It's very interesting. And it's something that we say every year uh, during this time, but one of the greatest of Russian pieces uh, when they were able to hold the line against Napoleon Bonaparte and uh, keep the line uh, for uh, <laughs> the Russians back in the day. Um, thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in once again. Hopefully, that you guys will have a good mood. Sorry for the uh, being off the air was out of our control. There's very little that I can do about it. Uh, PM strikes again. Uh, it'll be bright and early uh, tomorrow at uh, 4 p.m. As always, right here in the Kiva. AM Sustainer KIVABQ.com.
This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.